Good evening, Radio Land. You're listening to 90.5 WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia. I'm your host, Leah Robinson. Joined with me is my co-host, Sarah Hudock-Jeffrey, and you're listening to Cockadoodle News. You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia. If you're listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share or you just want to call and chat, you can call us at 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. If you cannot reach out if you can't reach us on the phone, feel free to reach out online. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching WUSC News. And if you need to get into this in touch with the station, the number is the same but the handles are different and you can find the station on facebook twitter and instagram by searching wusc fm um, please feel free to call in guys we'd love to hear your feedback we'd love to hear your ideas and as you know today is wednesday so starting you guys right off with some breaking news according to abc columbia senator bernie sanders has paused his campaign due to an illness artery due to an illness which turned out to be an artery blockage Um, He was apparently at one of his events and he started having chest pains. He went in to be checked the next day and once he was checked, they tested him and they found that one of his arteries had blockage in it. And at 78 years old, he has been hospital. He's been hospitalized and until further notice, all of his events and his appearances will be canceled while he rests up. Um, So... Most people know Bernie Sanders because he ran in the last election versus he was the other Democratic representative running against Hillary Clinton. Um, there were very, very mixed views on Bernie Sanders and whatnot. And I, I think that there were a lot of strong opinions about the last elections with our um, candidates being Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bernie, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. But um, one of the few things that I hate to say about him is that whenever he was running last time, I was worried about his age. I genuinely was thinking, well, you know, that's super interesting, you know, that someone so old wants to be running for president. I totally get it. It's, you know, the presidency, someone that feels that they can make a difference in the world. I totally get that. And also, of course, you know, now that this has happened, I feel a little bit insensitive for my comment. And I just think that, you know, despite his age, the fact that he is willing to fight, he's willing to keep going, he keeps protesting and all of these other things. I think that, you know, he deserves a lot of respect. He truly, truly does. So I'm rooting for him and I'm rooting for um a speedy recovery. I hope that his 2020 election goes good. And also um, CNN reported that Bernie Sanders might actually be doing the most campaigning right now. He is known to have some four or five events a day. So just beyond respect and, you know, despite his age, he is working really hard for this. He's ran once he's running again 
I think that, you know, we at least deserve to, like, give it up for this man because he's really, really fighting and really, really proving that he wants to do this. But, um, you know, so he, like I said, he's 78 years old. And um, for those that don't know, their presidencies sometimes can last two terms if you are elected for two terms. One term is four years. So there have been presidents that have served in their 70s, in their 80s, and in their 90s. But as far as the original age, whenever presidents are getting inaugurated, just to say a few, President Trump was 70. President Barack Obama was, uh, President Trump was 70. Barack Obama was 47. And George W. Bush was 54. So... What I want to know, and Sarah, I would love to get your opinion on this, is what do you think about that? You know, I've, I've mentioned that, you know, he's not letting his age slow him down, but something that has to be thought about is, you know, it's not like he's in the middle of his two terms and he's 78 years old. He is running for president at 78 years old, and he's, you know, already having issues. So how do you think that that could affect him? Well, uh, I just want to start off by saying, you know, Bernie Sanders, I think, has caused a total a total revolution in the Democratic Party. Um, I mean, I remember 2016. That was the first election that I was really paying attention to and involved in. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just a freshman in high school. But, you know, I had never the kind of ideas he was talking about. I had never heard a politician talk about before. You know, it was very, you know, I. I was just very, I was very educated. I think I was, you know, gaining a lot of information about how other countries do things around the world. And now a lot of the Democratic candidates that are running have his same platform points that were Mm -hmm. considered radical when he was running 2016. So I'm also very disappointed and sad to hear that he is going through some health issues right now that is you know I really I also really support him and I really hope that his recovery goes smoothly and back to your question though about about his age I just think I think it's so interesting that although he is the I think he's the oldest candidate running right now I would definitely yeah say. yeah definitely the oldest candidate running right now he I feel like connects with the young voters he more than any does. other candidate and I think the reason why is because he has an ability to listen, um, to listen and to understand. Like even though because he is so much older, that could mean that he is out of touch with mm-hmm. with you know our generation. But I feel like he does make a huge effort to reach out and listen to what our generation has to say and the problems that we're facing right now. And I think he understands the fact that, you know, we, again, we are the future and this generation is the future. And so, you know, you know, his age, uh, yeah, obviously right now he's experiencing some issues. And so that is honestly concerning for me because, you know, I remember when McCain was running against Obama, um, a lot of, I heard a lot of Democrats saying, oh, he's too old. He's too Mm -hmm. old. He's not going to, you know, he shouldn't be running. He's too old. We want a, a president who's younger. And so, you know, now I obviously, you know, like I said, I think he is very revolutionary and has a lot of great ideas. But the the age is concerning because I would love to see, you know, whoever gets elected, you know, personally, I would like to see see them 
be healthy all four yeah, years and thrive. not have any complications with you know the vice presidency or anything um but yeah that's yeah that's pretty much how I feel absolutely about it. and I think that you're really right one thing that I can honestly say about Bernie and I can admit that I was not even you know behind him as much as I should have been I can admit that I was not as involved in the election as I should have been, and that was a huge regret. That's why this year coming up, I'm very much like mm-hmm. wanting to be involved, wanting to know the platforms. But I do really, really like the fact that Bernie is able to connect with, able to connect with, you know, the younger generations yeah. and things. Because one thing I think is important, you know, not just in life, in presidencies, and you know, but in friendships and relationship is perspective. And I think that that is something that has driven a huge gap between our generations. Older generations, they did things one way, that's how it was, that's how it's going to be. Versus our generation that's way more, let's try this, let's see this. And regardless of whichever, you know, whichever side you tend to be on, I always think that it's important to just have a little bit of perspective and at least think for a second, well, why is it this way? Why do people think the way that they do? And so I think Bernie is really, really great about that. And you're right. He did have a lot of young voters. He had a lot of celebrities behind him. Mm-hmm. And so really it it does make me wonder for someone to be so great and for someone to have had so many, you know, people behind him. It makes me wonder is it the age, you know, are people not voting for him because of his age? And also, in addition to that, you know, it's not like you get the job, get a job as the president and it's like, OK, this is, you know, my office job for the next couple of years. Yeah. The presidency is one of the most stressful jobs, the decisions you have to make. It has been proven it has been shown in pictures that presidency ages you past presidents have talked about it you know so that could also be another factor into it people thinking you know it's he's not that old because I did see him and I was like wow you know 78 and then I went and looked up you know a list of all the ages of the presidents and I was like okay they they actually are kind of all up there but just to think to be starting your presidency to literally be inaugurated around the age of 78 79 and to know that you're about to jump into one of the hardest and one of the most you know aging and stressful jobs I think that that may be something that that is kind of a disadvantage for him and poor Bernie you know yeah no I I completely agree with that I I honestly it makes yeah it makes me sad because I feel like he does have so much passion and and determination but I do feel like it definitely hurts his campaign and I remember he released a Instagram video a few weeks ago that went viral because it was like him playing basketball and shooting hoops and making threes Mm -hmm. and everyone was like oh Bernie's not too old you know look at him playing basketball Mm -hmm. and so I feel like Actually, that might have been a couple months ago. I'm not sure, but I just remember seeing that. And I remember I felt that I watched it. I was like, "Oh, look at him go!" Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, have to, you know, why, why would anyone be worried about his age? You know, obviously he's still, you know, up there being active. But I feel like now with this, it's going to be really, really hard to convince voters that he is healthy enough, mm-hmm. you know, to be president. Because I remember I saw this side by side of Obama before and after yep. his presidency, and before, you know. 
he looked super youthful and vibrant mm-hmm. and afterwards you can you know he you can tell grayed. the gray hair lot, you know and it's like that's not you know it i mean maybe that just is a normal aging process but also i feel like it's you know yeah the presidency the presidency does take a toll on you especially i feel like for someone like like bernie who does want to make extreme radical you know very big structural change you know uh not necessarily radical in everyone's perspective it just depends on where you're looking but as far as the way the government is running right now he wants to turn a lot of things around and so that's going to require a lot of work a lot of convincing people and i i do fear that his health is going to affect that it is unfortunate i feel that he has a long way to go but we're really, really hoping. Obviously, we're wishing Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, a super speedy recovery. Yep. We're hoping that he's able to, you know, show us better than tell us that he can get back up there. And, you know, not all age is just a number. There are definitely people out there that are in their nineties and they are still in their prime. Mm-hmm. They're able to work out, get around. You know, so we can't count them out yet. And. Who knows, maybe he'll, you know, get a solid vice president that people will feel like, you know, at least if something does happen, we would have this great person to turn it over to. So Mm -hmm. this is definitely a developing story, as is the entire 2020 election. And we will continue to update you guys on this and just everything that happens. But speaking of more politics move and more politics news, but in a little bit of a different uh, flavor. Uh, maybe some of you guys have heard about the huge Area 51 thing. I know it was very, very big on social media, but um, Sarah is going to explain to you guys about Area 51 and some of the politics that went behind it. Yeah, so, I mean, I remember going through Instagram just a couple weeks ago, and I saw so many memes about Area 51, and I was like, am I missing something? What's going on? And I never understood what the actual story behind that was until... I found this article. Um, so it's on Vox, Vox News, and basically explains the history and how the very short history of the Area 51 meme. So basically, the creator of this phenomenon is Maddie Roberts, who runs a meme page on Facebook. As a joke, he made a Facebook event called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us with the event description of Let's See Them Aliens and arbitrarily decided the date to be on September 20th. Area 51 is a covert military base in Nevada, which has long been believed by conspiracy theorists to be a site where the government investigates alien artifacts and technology, and some believe that there are actual aliens there. So over one million people signed on to the event on Facebook. And on the internet, thousands and thousands and thousands of memes went viral, you know, circulated the internet about the proposed raid. So on the Facebook page, the memes gained even more traction. Roberts himself posting about a battle plan, including a unified Naruto run on the front, obviously portraying the event as a joke. Mm -hmm. Some would think. However, not everyone realized the nature of the joke, and the U.S. government got involved. Speakers from the Air Force ominously warned people against approaching the base, and two Nevada counties prepared for a state of emergency, as a local police department estimated that over 30,000 people might show up. So, realizing the opportunity to make money and the dangers of trying to actually raid the military base, Roberts decided to have an EDM, Burning Man-like festival in Rachel, Nevada called Alien Stock. 
Uh, and Rachel, Nevada is the closest town to Area 51. So there are 54 residents of this small rural town. Wow. Str- yeah, only 54 residents strongly protested against the event, claiming it, quote, it would certainly ruin Rachel. Due to the poor logistics, Roberts decided to move the event, called Alien Stock, to downtown Las Vegas. So 30,000 people did not show up. Only about 6,000 people showed up to the party, which featured some signs and shirts referencing the meme, hula hoopers in neon outfits, and Mm alien-themed Bud Lights. It was a Bud Light-sponsored event. So now Maddie Roberts is taking a semester off of school to focus on planning for the next alien stock, making it much larger. Oh, this was a female. Oh, no. Sorry. Maddie. He's a man. His name oh, is Maddie. okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maddie Roberts, uh, f- for the next alien stock, he's going to make it much larger and more of what he imagined. When he goes back to school, he's planning on switching his major to marketing, which I think would be a good yeah, idea. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So this is... Personally, I just thought this was a crazy, crazy story. And what's so interesting to me, though, about it is how it shows the intersection it, between Internet meme culture mm-hmm. and actual government politics, you know, related activities. And it's so interesting to me how the two collided in a very interesting, chaotic way. Yeah. So what do you think about this, Leah? I I mean, I definitely think that... It, that's really really crazy and it it is funny like mm-hmm. i can't even think of like a specific movie um but it just kind of reminds me actually i can't think of one but like <laughs> i think it was like predators or something whenever mm-hmm. you know the little boy took the alien head mm-hmm. and he didn't know that he had a predator's head and so he's just this little innocent boy walking around with it meanwhile a whole like group of aliens, you know what I mean? Oh like God. I've actually never seen that, but that sounds. Really it was funny. so fun, and it was Halloween too. Yeah. So it was. It's just one of those things where it's like a common mistake. How can you know? But also just like, wow! I think you explained it perfectly. Like it just represents the difference. You know, we get on social media and we joke about anything. Yeah. I mean, people joke about killing people and like doing this and doing that and rating this and rating that and. Of course, we know it's jokes, and yeah. I 100%, I don't know. Uh, it, it's really hard to say because I'm just like, it's a joke, relax. But also at the same time, people seeing things like that, how do they know? Mm-hmm. And also in addition to that, for that to be a military base, mm-hmm. you know that they're going to, you know, they take everything. Yeah. They have to take everything seriously. Yeah. And, you know, I guess respect to them for doing that because... Like I said, we never know when it's a joke. We never know when people are just playing around. But um, that that is, it's a little bit unfortunate for the guy because it seems like it was <laughs> going to be a really big success. But what I will say, mm-hmm. I do attend music festivals. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So 6,000 people for his first festival, that's not bad. Yeah, and the fact that it was completely coordinated on Facebook and he only had six weeks to prepare for it too because I think he originally, I don't, I didn't take down the exact, yeah, I didn't take the exact date down, but I think it was July 20th. Yeah. That's what I remember is when he actually made the post. So he only had a few weeks to prepare for Oh, this. no, that's actually absolutely insane. Like, mm-hmm. I know people that have, I don't know people, but, you know, I know of people that will be planning their festivals for 
at least an entire year, sometimes maybe more. You get there and it's just a mess. They have nothing organized, nothing together. You know, they may have, a, you know, they may have all the people that they wanted to come there, but they may not have enough porta potties for everyone. You know, so mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Firefest. Yeah. I'm. Uh, there's been two documentaries. If you guys have not seen Firefest, very, very good example about how people can, you know, just want to get because the festival life, you know, it's huge. It's definitely a money maker. It's definitely for people that want to be out there in the entertainment business. That's where to go. That's mm-hmm. what to do. But um, there's a lot. To, there's a lot that goes into it, and there's people that even. Um, I remember whenever I was watching the Firefest thing, someone, he had told someone one of his plans about like, yeah, I'm going to get this done in however long. And they laughed at him. You know, it's it's something really, really hard to do. So six weeks, that was, that was super successful. Yeah. I think um, the best thing that happened, though, is that he didn't actually get like, you know, arrested yeah. or like he totally SWAT team been. coming to his house or anything. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, I um I yeah, in the article they actually talked about a lot of people compared what happened or were were afraid that what that the Firefest thing was yeah. going to happen with this. Yeah. Is that all these cuz people paid money to come mm. too. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, no, I I'm also yeah, like he yeah, he definitely could have had a SWAT team come to his house. It definitely could have been a lot worse for him. And so it it's just, you know, yeah, exactly. It blows my mind that one meme on Facebook, you know, and created blow this up. entire thing. And something else that I wanted to bring up, too, was a lot of people from the alien conspiracy, a- alien believers, I guess, community hate Maddie Roberts now because they think that he was bringing a bad oh, light no. to the alien you know, community. Now he's like, they're making it, he's making it all about music festivals and people who don't actually believe. And so the alien believer community hates him. So he's just getting <laughs> attacked from so many angles. So it's, you know, he's going, you know, he's taking us some time off school. He's going to plan another alien Aww. stock. So I'm rooting yeah. for you, Maddie Roberts. <laughs> I hope that your next festival. We're here for you. <laughs> yeah, I hope that it's successful because, I mean, that's just like any other people that claim that they're a diehard fan and that no one can ever tell. You know, like, yeah. it's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> whether you believe in them, whether you don't. Yeah. You don't have to literally, you know, no one's making a joke out of your belief because they want to have a music festival that's seen behind it. Also considering mm-hmm. that there's been rumors that aliens live on Area 51. You know, it's yeah. not like he just pulled that out, you yeah. know, out of yeah. anywhere. He he had a reason for that. So yeah. Yeah. that's a little harsh. They were <laughs> they were very very harsh on my guy. But I'm I'm very much hoping that you know. Yeah, I would totally go to Alien Stock. Honestly, I, actually I would was totally go. The same. <laughs> you telling me that right now? I'm like. Yeah, I, I think would we should love make that. that happen. Yeah, I, I would love to go Alien Stock. I think it's a great idea. And um, something else, too, was um, I read another article in Vox that was talking about it. And basically, the so the people that actually just show up at the festival, they've kind of created this sort of niche community mm-hmm. where alien, you know, people who maybe not necessarily believe in aliens, but at least think it's interesting. And yeah. people who like memes. And so they, it, even though it wasn't, 
you know, exactly what Maddie Rogers, you know, it was in downtown Las Vegas. It was more like a party than a real festival. It still brought out, some, I think, a lot of positives and people made friends and found community. So I think it's, I think it, you know, turned out to be pretty positive. But it's kind of, it, it is just wild to me how it started off how, yeah, at this one thing and it ended up, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's wild to me. You know, memes have a lot of power. Absolutely. Which, and you this know, is, this I has never been a think. really good uh, story to share, too. Yeah. Just because I saw the meme, Mm -hmm. I made the jokes. Yeah. (laughs) So to know, like, that there was actually so much that went into this, it's just like, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, But anyways, guys, just a quick little weather update for you. Right now, it is mostly sunny in Columbia, 92 degrees. We'll have a low of 73 tonight. Tomorrow, sunny again, 99 with a low of 74 Friday, it'll be 98 with a low of 76. And Saturday, it is going to be, which is game day, a high of 78 and a low of 65. So it seems that as we're getting on, maybe later on into next week, I think we're finally starting to get fall weather. Finally. It has not been, it has not been trying to come out for us at all, (laughs) but we're going to keep hoping. We're going to keep just sweltering around in the heat until it becomes fall but thank you guys so much for listening to cockadoodle news as you know we're on every monday wednesday and friday from 6 to 6 30 please feel free to call like i said 803-576-9872 that's 803-576-WUSC We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear your opinions. And if you guys have any news that you would like us to personally share, we would love to do that as well. So, as always, I am your host, Leah Robinson, and this has been my co-host, Sarah Hudak-Jeffrey. And thank you for listening to Cockadoodle News. Tune in next week. Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.